Revolutionary.org podcast coming your way, episode 589. This is going to be a fun, fun one. We're going to talk about dealing with a spouse who uses steroids house. So we're going to take it from both you know sides of the aisle. We're kind of going to go over, because I mean, Mobster and I, we were joking about it on the pre-show. We're like, damn, we do a steroid podcast. So it's like we're dating someone, you know, and she asks us, you know, um, you know, she brings it up. They're like, oh, yeah, I do a podcast. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, what's your podcast about? Uh <laughs> Uh, it's about sports. It's about, <laughs> you know, but then she's like, because that's what I've women. Had, I have had this difficulty, Steve. You're chatting away. Go, oh, yeah, I do podcasts. Little, little, what's it? Um, performance enhancing drugs. And they kind of look at you. You know, that's a big thing. It's what we do. But yeah, listen, and I've touched upon this in Steve with a pre-show. Uh, I've come, I will come at this, as Steve said, from two angles, because I don't understand Steve. And I said this to you, that we have, people whose declarations of love and affection for the significant other, male, female, vegetable, I don't care, right? Don't, I can't, I can't get my head around the not telling someone something about yourself that they might find out. And worse, if they find out because you didn't tell them, it becomes a trust issue. So that's how like Steve's done relationship shows in the past. So, there is that, but we're going to touch upon both the reason why the other person might be upset and also, for example, the influence in the media and how specifically you might chance to bring it up and so on and so forth. So, for example, let me start right away, Steve. We have had comments on the forums, and we'll address this right now. And literally, either you're in a relationship with someone who's already got kids or you your relationship with this person has led you to have children. And the female or the male might be uncomfortable with steroids being around the house for obvious reasons. And those those are quite simple. But that's the difference, I think, Steve, between uh, having kids and making sure they don't come across steroids or the syringes and so on and so forth versus what we've seen, which is literally sometimes an inability to tell the person, the person who's supposed to be the most important person in your life, your spouse, however you want to describe it, that you're not taking steroids. So, for example, as I say, for me, uh, and I, I've touched upon this, right? So we, we joked, we do the podcast, and people say, well, it's a podcast on and so on and so forth. My last, I'm going to say since I've been here living in Wellesley, so let's just take that time period, although I took steroids before. Um, my whole time in Gloucester, yes, and certainly since I've been here, every single relationship, short, long, or otherwise, uh, the person that I've been in a relationship with has known that I will at some point have used steroids. I, I arguably, including the person I'm supposed to be in a relationship right now, as a reason for me saying supposed to be, don't get into it, um, has occasionally said, oh, the only reason you're grumpy is you're using steroids. And I said, not right now. I'm grumpy because of X or Y, not because I'm on steroids. In fact, I'm probably easier to get along with when I'm on steroids. So it can occasionally be thrown in your face, but it's never really been a big issue. I think the other thing that's helped me somewhat is that those relationships have come from the perspective that they knew I competed. They knew, for want of a better phrase, that I was kind of known for the fact that I was doing certain competitions and whatever else, and that was so much a part of my personality and having a gym in the house and all that kind of stuff that nothing uh, was a surprise when it comes to the argument that I might be using steroids. And because, hopefully, fingers crossed, Steve, I've come across in a certain particular way, I able to communicate what I'm doing, but equally not being an arsehole about it, vis-a-vis -vis turning into some kind of 
quote-unquote steroid raging monster. No such thing, of course, guys, but some people seem to enjoy being a dickhead in the wrong gear. I've tried not to be that. So the relationship has been the same as it was before, off and on. Let me give you a very quick example, Stephen. In fact, I, I had this conversation when I was living in Gloucester. The then-husband uh, of my daughter, and my daughter came up to watch me do a, a charitable event within the local community. And for some reason, they decided that would be the day they was asking if granddad of the grandkids, daddy, uh, father-in-law, I, yours truly, was using steroids. And I said, yes, and I'm putting a kettle on to make a cup of tea. And I come back, and the room's gone quiet, Steve. And I'm like, guys, you asked me a question. I answered the question. Nothing has changed except just right now you're sitting there thinking about the fact that dad, granddad, father-in-law, etc., uses steroids. That's on you. I am literally the same person that went out of the room just now to put the kettle on to make a cup of tea. To come back in, nothing's changed. It's just that you never asked me before. I never brought it up, and so on. So this, I understand, Steve, it can be an issue. So touch upon the kind of complications that might occur, and we're going to try and give you listeners, hopefully, a few kind of useful tips and maybe even those kind of views that the other person might have when it comes to the idea that their spouse is using steroids. Back to you, Steve. So, you know, I've never been in a situation where, you know, a woman has been, you know, um, take, you know, really taken aback by the situation. Usually what happens is, you know, um, you're not going to be able to hide something from a woman, first of all. All right. So women, they're very crafty. They're going to, they're going to seek out your social media. They're going to go in there and learn about you. They want to know about you. All right. Yeah. Especially my generation, you know, Generation X, we grew up during the whole Adam thing. And Adam was a young boy who got stolen. I don't know if you know the story, Mobster, but he actually got stolen from a, a, a mall. And the guy took him and drove off with him. And they ended up finding the poor kid. He was decapitated. They ended up finding his head in the ditch uh, like 100 miles away. And it was a serial killer that had done it. But they don't know exactly who did it, but they have an idea who did it. Um, because someone did, I think, confess to it. But anyway, long story short, we grew up during that paranoia of serial killers, you know, kidnappers and stuff like that. This was back before they had cameras. Now, if you try to steal a kid like that in the mall, there's cameras and they have you on video and they have your car and they can get your license plate and everything. So it's just not plausible. But back then, so I grew up during that time. So women, you know, who are my age, of course, they're going to want to snoop they want to find out, you know, what kind of a person I am, you know, and so they're going to find out one way or the other. And they're going to look at this podcast and say, oh, yeah, Steve, you know, you you talk about steroids and steroids yeah. are illegal and that's breaking the law. And, you know, in, in some situation without a prescription, yeah, it's breaking law. So that could see how that's an issue. But here's the way I look at it. It was like, look, if you're educated on the subject and you know what you're doing, she's not going to have an issue with it because it's going to be beneficial to you. But if you're a moron and you don't know what you're doing and you're fucking yourself up and you're giving yourself bitch tits and you're giving yourself uh, uh, your dick's not working and your temper and your aggression is out of control, then, of course, she's not going to like it. So just put yourself in the in the other situation. Would you want a girlfriend or wife using steroids and getting an enlarged clit or growing a mustache or growing body hair or having a masculine voice from it? Because if she does it the wrong way or she abuses steroids, that's what's going to happen to her. 
So I see it from both both angles, and I see I see a situation where you have to educate yourself on using yep. steroids. And those of you who listen to this podcast are going to be more educated than others because you're getting the good information. So the woman will have a better chance, or the guy will have a better chance of accepting that you use steroids, you know, and they'll accept it. And the other thing too, you know, you can go get a script. Now these anti-aging clinics in America, mobster, you can go get a script for testosterone really easy. Um, they're giving testosterone, they're giving DECA, they're giving Anavar. They're giving all kinds of steroids to people at these anti-aging clinics. They'll give you whatever you want. So if you want to go to that route, and if it's going to make your significant other happy, then you can just go get a script for it and pay four or five times more and get it that way if that's what they want. You know, So I don't see it being that, that big a deal. Um, but if you're a young guy, I could see it being an issue because now the woman's thinking in her head. This is a complaint that I've I've seen with women, mobster, who are in their 20s and 30s, is the concern, which is rightfully so, if yep. my man uses steroids, is he going to have fertility? And the answer yes. is it yes. does hurt your fertility. So that's an issue. And that could be an issue for her. So if you're a guy who's 25 years old, and you're on steroids and you've used them for five years and you're like, well, I'm just going to go on TRT at some point, then <laughs> you better tell her because if yep. you guys end up together and get married and then she wants kids and you can't give her kids because your sperm count is shit and you don't, your sperm isn't motile enough to impregnate her and, uh, and fertilize that egg then there's going to be problems and you'll end up getting divorced. And one of the things she'll divorce you over is, hey, this guy uses steroids and it screwed up his fertility. And now he can't give me a baby. So that's something to think about. And that's something very serious. You want to be open and honest with the woman to begin with. And it doesn't hurt to go get your sperm tested as well if you are a steroid user so you know where you stand on that. Go ahead, Monster. Yeah. Right. So I've got a couple here, Steve. I've broke down possible divorce we have seen uh occasionally and please god it's not a, that prevalent an issue but we have seen occasionally guys talk about how they're getting divorced and we all know how messy divorces can be and the worst kind steve is where it comes down to whether or not you're going to have access to the children you're going to still be in their lives and so on and so forth when it gets fucking really god awful i'm paying thousands of dollars as steve said in other shows for a lawyer and i mean literally tens of thousands of dollars sometimes and you're going to lose the fucking house and the fucking car and so on and so forth and then and i thank christ i think i've seen this a couple of times in the last five or six years on the forum that i've been there steve where someone has said and she's throwing steroids into the mix she is literally claiming the reason why i'm getting divorced is because he was an arsehole and he uses drugs and now they're gonna drug test me and i've got to stand up in court oh my god so that's number one steve that i can understand perfectly that she was great and fine and no issues and i explained what was going on and yet when we got divorced it turned into a fucking mud pit and that's been thrown into the mix with the lawyers just grabbing at any piece of information they can to make me look like a right wanker so there's that. Right. Steve touched upon this, and we've actually addressed this in other shows, the issue of fertility. If you take steroids and fuck up your fertility and you haven't told your significant other that you took steroids and fucked up your fertility, 
that might seem like the best thing ever when you're 25, 26, 27. But we've touched on this a million times, Steve. You will change your mind. And at some point, you'll suddenly realize that this person is the person, male or female again, Steve, for you forever until you die. And now I want to have a child with them, but I can't. And this affects whether you're male or female. Uses steroids, Steve. Never mind, you know, the man took steroids and he can't produce sperm. Same thing applies to the woman if she starts menstruating and there's no more eggs and stuff. So you just, so you really got to think about it. And I've talked about the local IFBB pro, I won't name him on this particular show, having to go down to the root of, with his wife, of going to the clinic and working with the clinic and having the whole thing with the extraction of eggs and fertilization in the lab and all that stuff. It's just, it is seriously. I've seen them properly upset talking about this on Facebook and obviously I've spoke to them in person, but specifically on Facebook talking about how goddamn difficult that was and how stressful it is and how upsetting it is and how just literally physically uncomfortable that whole procedure is. So you need to be aware of what your decisions today affect in something in the future. The last thing, Steve, and actually there's two things. If you're, if you have someone that you're in love with, and again, male or female, doesn't matter which perspective you come from. They are supposed to give a fuck about your medical health. They are supposed to worry that you are hurting yourself. And they need to be reassured that what you're doing is done in a structured, careful, as close to being medically prescribed way as possible. So I take time off. I work on my fertility in between the cycles and so on and so forth. Uh, my cholesterol levels are good, darling. My blood pressure's come back down to normal, and so on and so forth. They don't want the idea, any of them, to imagine that you are doing yourself long-term harm, that you're literally, in some cases, taking years off your life because you went, you decided to do grams a week, cruise forever. This is the kind of thought process that should take place with the other person. They're supposed to love you, and they're supposed to worry about you. The final thing, Steve, and this is the perception. When Steve says, oh, it's kind of almost a perception if you go to a TRT clinic or it's prescribed by a doctor, is better than you do it. And let me touch on that. So in the 70s, I'm old enough and ugly enough to remember what was written in the newspapers. The stories that came out about Olympic athletes using steroids were written by Fleet Street hacks in this country, Steve. You've got the same over in America, of course. And the Fleet Street hack would literally sometimes putting their story into the editor or the newspaper over the telephone from the pub. And they'd have a cigarette, or we call it in the United Kingdom, a fag in one mouth, and a pint of beer on the counter in their, or by their other hand, and they're speaking into the telephone from the call box in the pub. That's how old I am. And they are talking about how people athletes shouldn't use steroids. Motherfucker, you are smoking and drinking. You're probably going to be there for the rest of the night. You're almost certainly on some sort of medication for the doctor because you're smoking and drinking. And you're talking about twisting the public's perception of steroid use by athletes that are representing their country. The problem is that it's still the same. The problem in the media when an athlete is found to have fouled a drug test and so on and so forth is almost night and day thing. The person that's reading the story to you on the evening news, radio or TV, is almost certainly on some kind of medication just to enable them to look young and fit and healthy on the television. They almost certainly had perhaps Steve plastic surgery or they tint and dye their hair. They're using prescribed medication. And again, the listener's doing the same. Half of the audience is doing the same. And yet the steroid user is somehow being knocked back he, he's he's black and we're wet it's a whole weird situation so 
that applies to your other half. Their perception of you and what you're doing is based on information that's been presented to them in a skewed and very biased way, it has to be said, uh, versus the truth. A great, I used this example recently, Rick Collins, the lawyer to supplement companies and various people that have been caught with steroids in police and federal cases and so on and so forth. In his book, which I have here, Steve, Legal Muscle, it's a few years old, uh, talks about the number of cases that he dealt with. And equally, he talks about the number of studies and so on and so forth. And the, 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 the amount of people that are actually harming themselves is per percentage now far less than it used to be. It's not impossible. And we touch upon hopefully sensible use and pull people back from doing dark things and try to dissuade them if we think, you know, Boston and cruising examples are a bad idea and so on and so forth. But it's that perception the evening news, the radio, the couple of paragraphs in the local paper or national paper or whatever, uh, little snippets and even stuff that's been done both in social media and soap operas and so on and so forth, Stephen. There's the little dramatised documentaries that occasionally come on TV when it's a, and a big hoo-ha about the Olympic athlete and so on and so forth. They forget that this athletes get up at five o'clock in the morning to go for runs, that they've been training for 10 years to get to the Olympics. They've had to qualify. They, they, the drive and determination the diet, the nutrition, the rest of the recovery, and so on and so forth. But no, it's a steroids, and steroids are bad, okay? So that is the influence that the other person, your spouse, is coming from when they come to the table, so to speak, and they are, right, well, I, I saw this, and I'm appalled. And, duh, 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 duh. and in reality, we know that that's mostly bullshit. So the, the, there's a couple, loads of factors here. One, as I said, is making sure that the other person is informed, I do get it if it's an issue in a bad relationship and it might be thrown back in your face, as will any drug and or alcohol abuse uh, when it comes to divorces. But the education of the other person, don't sit them down and give them a speech. Maybe direct them to this podcast, certainly a couple of these podcasts. And literally, if they have any concerns, just go away and find out the truth of the and then come back and sit them down. Okay, darling, there's 100,000 drug users using steroids in this country. One person died of a liver issue. That means 99,999 fine. That your blood pressure can return yeah. to normal if you look after and, yourself. And this, is, and this is one of the things, too. It's a trend, trend type of lifestyle. So, you know, you can basically get blood work done and show them, you know, and be like, hey, look at my blood work. And look where things are at. Everything's good. You can show them, you can show them your blood pressure. You can show them all this stuff and you can show it to them. And if things get out of line, you can also make clear to them. Yeah. Things got out of line. I'm cutting back. I'm going to take some time off. So you have to communicate this stuff. And that's the nice thing about it. I've had, I actually had female clients reach out to me about their boyfriends and they're like, I want to make sure my boyfriend does this right. I'm not really sure about him using steroids. So, you know, they reached out to me and be like, Steve, you know, help me design a cycle for my boyfriend that's safe and tell me what he needs to do in terms of blood work and where to get blood work and what to look for in the blood work and all that stuff. Yeah. So if they got an issue, have them reach out to me and they can hit me up on the forum. We do a consultation and I'll, 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 I'll explain things. I've had couples come to me. They both wanted to use steroids and they both wanted to use it safely. And I've done both of them consultations on both of them. So, I mean, the more you educate yourself, the more knowledge you have, the 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 more comfortable they're going to feel in the process. It's just like anything else. All the stuff mobster said, I've heard, 
I've heard all kinds of things over the years, mobster. We've heard the one about your penis shrinks when you use steroids. I don't even know. I, you know, and that's just not true. Your balls. <laughs> I, I would just, let me touch on that one very quickly. This is like your balls will. And if you get PCT properly, et cetera, and there's things you can do, your balls should return to normal size. Listen, the truth of the matter is, right? If you've got skinny legs and a six inch cock, then your cock's going to look bigger than a fella with 32 inch legs and a six inch cock. It's just proportions. My hands would look smaller if my legs were bigger, Steve. It's as simple as that. But my hands ain't going to shrink. And even if, which it does not, it again, post-cycle, should go back to normal. I mean, there's a bunch of things here. Look, I mean, I've, I've, a lot of what we said today is coming from the male perspective, that the man's taking steroids and the woman's the one worried about it. Flip it around. Like Steve said, he talked about uh, the partners. Both partners wanted to use steroids. Does a male want the female partner, for example, to have masculinization effects? Literally a fucking beard, Steve. One of the people that was friends with me on Facebook for a while, I, I actually just, perfectly fine lady, very nice, uh, got kids, keeps pets, et cetera, et cetera. But I couldn't deal with the photographs because she had a hairy fucking chest. And it was just like, what do I need to see this? And then again, I mean, I'd been around female bodybuilders and so on and so forth, expos and whatever else. And... The the uh, even if you just do figure, not never mind physique or open female body, but if you just do figure, they're going to use drugs in order to enhance their shape. These girls, I've seen them myself, Steve, uh, the Arnold, tiny little doll-like Barbies, honestly, little fragile things they was. But to get into that condition, to be at the leading edge of their game, i.e. figure bodybuilding, requires a certain level of dedication. And some of those girls are going to use drugs at the extreme end of the open female bodybuilding. And there used to be a specific niche here with a magazine and everything back in the day. You are talking about women with deep voices. You are talking with women with chiseled drawers. And you were certainly, as I say, at the extreme end, and I think it was both genetic and enhanced by steroid use, hair, facial hair, hair on the chest, hair on the shoulders, and so on, like the, some of the guys with the... I'm not particularly hairy. I had less hair than she did, the person I'm thinking of. So it's just kind of, that's sometimes what you're dealing with. And if I was a man uh, who didn't train and I didn't know much about bodybuilding and my female partner decided that she was going to go off and uh, take steroids, then I might be concerned about those issues. So again, it will come down to sensible use, for example, very low dose Anavar, making sure that she doesn't take it to extremes and so on and so forth. I would be concerned. And she would still have the same issues as men in regards to fertility and the same issues with men in regards to cholesterol and blood pressure and so on and so forth. So all of those kind of things. Certainly, again, like we said, a younger female bodybuilder, uh, long-term uh, fertility issues for sure. So there's absolutely, I mean, women, and we've seen this with a few women members that we have seen, freaking the fuck out when they stop having periods. You know, so, I mean, that's a concern just for them. And I think that happy spouse, happy life thing applies here. You want that person not to be freaking the fuck out. You want yourself not to be freaking the fuck out, and so on and so forth. So it's all those kind of situations. It is a two-sided coin. When What we do in the gym, Steve, and I've said this for myself, is ego-driven and selfish. At times when I've gone and trained and been told especially if the relationship's not going well. You're always in the fucking gym. No, four hours a week, darling. Plus, you know, I've, I've had that conversation when I was training upstairs. Thing. It was just a relationship thing. Now, that's just me training and not talking to the person I should have been talking to if I, at the same time, 
don't tell her that I'm taking steroids and she comes across the pills, what else am I hiding? Steve said that when quite properly earlier on, that is, especially in the days of social media, Steve, a piece of piss to find out if you're dating behind that person's back. Why have you got two phones and so on and so forth? Why do you go into the garage to use your stash to take your steroids? What are you doing out there in your shed and so on and so forth? And what, who's that fellow I saw you talking to in the gym car park? You know, come on, no one's blind. And anyone with a sort of half a brain can learn to do these things. And it's natural, especially if the relationship's not going well. So for me, Steve, from day one, day one, I mean, I'm not saying literally I sat them down, by the way, I take the stories, but it was never hidden. Uh, again, hopefully we educate people with this podcast by going out there and telling people how to manage these things, how to deal with these things, how the subject might come up. And realising, of course, why the other person is bringing They're not just asking to be nosy, Steve, as we would say here, inquisitive, whatever else, but they would, they should be concerned about what you're doing. Literally, Steve, just even the sport itself, even if I never use steroids, and some of the fucking weights that I lift, I could hurt myself with. And a person that's supposed to be your loving spouse should be concerned that you're not going to go out there and burst a blood yeah. vessel or break your back. I've heard, I've heard, so, it stunts, I, I've heard it stunts your height. I've heard so many, I was a weightlifting coach. I had parents come to me convinced, oh, I don't want my kid weight training, but they want their kid playing hockey. They want their kid playing football. They want their play playing soccer. I knew a kid, um, he got paralyzed around the time I was in high school from soccer. He was just yeah. like, he, they just, he, some other kid ran into him and they hit and one kid fell to the ground and he became paralyzed. So, yeah. and football Broken is mix. extremely dangerous. I still have football injuries to this day. From when I played football, I didn't even play that much because I rode the bench most of the time. Um, but uh, seriously, like, look, I mean, weight training can be perfectly safe if you do it correctly. But you, there's a lot of misnomers about bodybuilding and a lot of it, too. A, a lot of the, the stereotypes too, mobster over time have been that bodybuilders are dumb. And there are plenty of dumb bodybuilders. I mean, on social media, some of these other idiots, I mean, we've got idiots with fucking tattoos on their face and idiots with fucking biceps uh, the size of balloons, you know? But those those are the ones that give us a bad name. Those aren't those aren't the bodybuilders you should look at. Look at Arnold. He's a very intelligent man. He went and became governor. Steve, Steve, I've, I've, I, I do these podcasts with you, and I've got pals that don't run their steroid stacks properly. I've had conversations uh, I'm not going to name names, but I have conversations where the person's only using 20 milligrams a day of Debo for a week, and then I stopped taking it for a week, and then I went back on for a week. Someone else I've described as being pin happy that they will only go to the gym if they've had a jab of testosterone. And, and another buddy of mine uses vastly stupid amounts, that multiple multiples of the most I've ever used in my life. You know, So the information including this kind of information we're giving you today, listeners, is out there and available through this podcast, never mind anybody else. And yet people still do crazy, stupid things. And some of it is just literally a lack of information. They haven't gone off and got educated. They didn't do any research. I've touched upon this, Steve, before we finish. I've literally gone and brought books on the use of steroids before I did my first deck. I talked to, because you could in those days without paying for it, to the gurus in the United Kingdom here in the UK uh, on steroid use very quickly. It was early days of the internet and so on and so forth. And I could do that and get solid ass information. And I was making those kind of decisions. I was also in a job where my steroid use could have at that time got me into trouble. 
since then, it's never been an issue. And again, I, I've been extremely fortunate, possibly because of my dedication, passion, and so on and so forth, to meet people that have been high-level athletes in other sports and had back and forth and conversations up, right up to Olympic level as well as World Strongest Man, as you know, Steve. So uh, for me, it have been that particular thing. And I'm, I'm aware of what drives those people and wants them to, to get a cap for England or, or you know, uh, get the shirt as you do in America, Steve, and all those kind of things, and, and the jersey if you're riding the bike and whatever else. That's all of that stuff. And here's one of the other issues that might be a problem. Bodybuilding is seen as an extreme part of weightlifting, of weight training. We are taking it from a sensible degree, if you like, to the oomph degree. And that's how sometimes we are perceived, especially bodybuilders. I'm more of a strength athlete, but especially as bodybuilders, because the diet is crazy, according to people's perceptions. You're training in the gym for hours. You're putting an artificial tan on. You're eating all these weird pills and stuff. And then you're taking these drugs. I don't understand. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and as Mobster said, look, at the end of the day, it's it's one of those situations. I think the older you get, the more, because the more older you get, the more baggage a person has. And, you know, a person, you're going to be more pure when you're younger. And then as you get older, you go through different things. You go through problems with your finances, divorces, stuff like that. So it gets easier as you get older. So if you're a younger guy using steroids or or whatnot, and you're like, well, I'm not sure if my significant other is going to accept this. It's going to get easier as you get older. Just make sure you're knowledgeable. You show them you're knowledgeable, and then this way you have, um, you know, you'll end up, you be end up in, in in a great situation, and they'll accept you once they start seeing, yeah, that you know, steroids don't turn you into a mutant and all this stuff. Then they'll 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 start understanding, and it'll be like nothing. It'll be like no no big deal. Um, just stay smart about it and don't don't abuse it. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and is based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.